I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my Netflix. But I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, I'm sorry about that. I didn't realize, like, the simple workaround would be to, like, call me first. So, I don't know. Oh, we don't know what we're actually doing. <laughs> We've only been doing this for two years, and I don't know. <laughs> Are we, like, the old people now who don't know how to, like, turn on the computer or, like, do anything but play solitaire? I I don't think solitaire comes installed. Any, I don't, like, I got a new computer a year ago, and I don't think solitaire is yeah. on yeah, you have to download that shit now. That's insane. Well, you have a Mac, so. Yeah, I have a Mac, so um, it yeah, doesn't have shit on it. You guys don't get, you guys don't get crap. Well, I got a solitaire. Actually, well, I, I, what I did buy was Regency Solitaire. Oh yeah, you is, were. Yeah, I still need to finish that game. That's a game where it's like the plot of a Jane Austen novel, but you win, <laughs> like you you win dresses and stuff by I was say, winning it. Uh, well, you you have a suitor, um, you have a good suitor, and then like an evil suitor, but the evil suitor uh, owns your brother's ga- your like foppish brother's gambling debts. Uh, but in order to like properly woo your good suitor, you have to have like fans and necklaces, and um, oh you get those by winning like specialized solitaire. It's it's <sighs> very good. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for this world, honestly. Uh, this is a little too too in deep for me. <laughs> anyway. But, hey, hello, Mark. I don't think we've ever yeah. said hello with our voices before. Yeah, and this, <laughs> is, a, this, is, a, this is the podcast. This is I Haven't Seen That. And uh, that, that guy's Mark, and I'm Whitney. And our guest is Britt Sabo, and I'm super happy. Because now we're, me too. we're actually talking in, in real life. Uh, and I, I've been I've been continuing my farming of Stardew Valley, and uh, I got a goat today. And in honor of your appearance on the podcast, I named the goat after you. Oh, that's that's touching. Um, <laughs> I don't think anything better than that has happened to me all week, so that's great news. Oh, and soon so you're just a baby right now, but soon I'll be <laughs> able I'll be able to milk you and make cheese. Oh my god. Are you gonna trade me for yams or like something? No, 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 no. I mean, I can, I can sell my animals, but I, I don't. No, I love them. I pet them every day. Well, it's a, it's also a vegetarian society, right? Um, like my you know, or like, uh, or not like, uh, it's pretty. Like, it's a pescatarian. Yeah. Um, uh, count me the fuck out. I need those burgers. <laughs> Is there like a deal, a burger deal, so you can download for it? I refuse to slaughter either of my cows. <laughs> I don't think you have the option, right? No, you can sell them, and then who knows what happens? <laughs> All bets are off. My my two cows. I name one cow Mark Popham, <laughs> Thank you. and I name the other cow Wiz Khalifa. Oh, I mean, good company. <laughs> yeah. All your friends are there. Yeah. Yeah. So Whatever you do, do not send Mark to the glue factory. Wait, do they send cows to the glue factory? It's horses. Could you send a cow? I mean, they got hooves. They're probably not so- as good. <laughs> got the gotta get those good hooves. You gotta get good hooves. Oh. <laughs> have you ever seen um uh the, the the fucked up feet that baby horses have? Oh, they're. Is this the I haven't seen it part? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen uh, fucked up baby horse feet 
They're like yeah, they're soft. Really curls. They're all like curled up and soft. They got like tentacles coming out of them. It's really like disturbing. And... What a way to enter the world is like a baby horse. <laughs> you look down, you you're like, like a... <laughs> I mean, you immediately fall like three feet. Mark, you're having a human baby and not, like, a horse baby, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, I, I, when, we, when we saw the sonogram, there wasn't a small horse inside of my wife. <laughs> oh, yes, and, that, and now that's, that, that, that's been announced on the podcast. Yeah, Ooh. that's our exclusive this week. <laughs> is, that, is that Mark is finally going to, he's, he's not just going to be a internet dad. He's yeah. A real dad. My brand is becoming flesh. <laughs> So, like, when you were posting those pictures on your Twitter account of, like, baby stuff, what exactly was that weird carriage that had, like, the extendo compartment? Is that, like, a baby coffin? Or, like, that's like, what is that? That's called a stroller. <laughs> Why was it so long? Okay, that, that one's very long. Those are the, like, those are your that's tall literally, baby. <laughs> that's literally like a $1,500 stroller. Oh my um, God. Yeah. Uh, it's. <laughs> so long babies are expensive, is what you're trying to yeah, say? Yeah. You long... don't want a long baby. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'd be so freaked out. Short and fat. That's what you want. <laughs> They're cheaper. One of them stout babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh. A real noodly baby. Oh no! <laughs> it's like the Monster Factory with the when they you hit somebody and they get all long and noodly. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, God, it, it's it's so absurd. So basically, uh, strollers range from like like a hundred and eighty bucks to five hundred bucks. And uh, like the cheap ones are, you know, in the 180 and the the really nice ones are like 500 bucks. And then it just jumps up to like $1,500. Are you paying for like brand, uh, brand names? Yes. And like like also, you are, you what are, the fuck is a brand name stroller? Like I can't think of a single one. Bugaboo. Is the, <laughs> Bugaboo? Yeah, Bugaboo is the big one. We actually have one because... Uh, a couple of years ago, one of my friends was a nanny for uh, these, like, finance people, and their kids were too big for the stroller, so they were just getting rid of it. But it was literally – it's, like, a $1,000 stroller, and we got it. But, like, it's so heavy that we could – like, there's no way we can actually use this thing. So we're going to sell it and then use the money to buy a much more modest stroller. <laughs> Like, on the cheaper end, is it less guaranteed that it's going to, like, collapse in on your baby? <laughs> yeah, uh, they don't file down like... the big teeth uh, that strollers are covered with. No, it's just, like, <laughs> it, like lightness and, like, the... Uh, I mean, there's also a, there's a bunch of stupid stuff you can pay for. Like, having a denim baby a diesel brand denim baby carriage yeah i saw that that, that baby carriage the the all denim baby carriage and i just immediately thought it'd be like oh my god it would be if uh justin timberlake and britney spears when they when they had that uh when they went to that awards show in the 90s where they both were in full denim yeah if they had had a baby that night <laughs> and that baby was a stroller um yeah it's it's very we oh I can't even believe it. Um, Fossil brand Johnny Jumper or Johnny Jump Up or whatever it is. Baby, baby Jinkos, baby Jinkos. Oh my God. I really hope that comes back in style <laughs> just for babies. <laughs> baby Jinkos. 
Yes. It's just one big Jinko leg that the baby is inside of. Well, I guess that's just a denim skirt, but you could store so many babies and like baby, baby, like accessories in a. Okay, but what do you think about the idea of just like a really sturdy canvas tote bag lined with a garbage bag, and just stick your baby in it? Can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) You deeply cannot do that. Remind me not to ever hand you a baby, (laughs) where you MacGyver it up and try and figure out how to. But just put it in a so easy like it's cheap you get them when you donate to npr um like trash bags are like two dollars for like 24 of them <laughs> i mean why even bother with the tote why not just shove a baby in a trash bag and sling it over <laughs> your shoulder well, i mean why even get a trash bag i mean like they, they give you you know plastic bags at the, at the drugstore and stuff yeah put your, put your baby in one of those like all those opaque black bags they give you at the bodega when you buy alcohol God. I really feel like I would kill it at mommy blogging with <laughs> all the stuff. And if by it you mean a baby, yes, <laughs> you would kill a baby. <sighs> Who could have foreseen this? <laughs> um, no, it is it is interesting, like diving into this uh, absurd I, I, world. I just would imagine that you know, like in in stores where they have the "do not accept checks from this person," you're just like putting up a sign that's like "do not allow this person to babysit." That's a picture of Brit. <laughs> I've babysat tons of babies who lived and eventually became adults <laughs> with no lasting scars, physical or otherwise. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've, never, I've never babysat. I never. I haven't. I haven't seen that. I mean, well, one time, like my neighbors were like, "We're going out. Uh, the kids are asleep. Could you just like be in the house <laughs> to watch TV just in case?" You're like nailed so, it. Yeah. <laughs> that was like pretty much like seventy percent of babysitting. Honestly, it was like, okay, do we know a teen girl? Um, we have a television. The kids are already asleep. Here's twenty dollars. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I I mean I've hung out with my niece and like like watched her and then like I've held a baby in the past. Uh, <laughs> That's how you build up to parenthood. Yeah, yeah. You're fucking ready, bro. Well, no, it's always like the thing. The great thing about like hanging out with a niece is that like at a certain point I can give her back to other people. But then you realize that uh, if you have a kid, you're the person that people give the kid back to. Oh, you can still give it away. Like that's <laughs> totally fine. I'll no one's trying not to. But, like um... sometimes after a hard day, you might just quote unquote accidentally leave it on the subway. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's a real baby's day out situation. <laughs> just leave your denim bassinet on the on the you know steps of St. Patrick's. <laughs> Yeah, just just take it to a construction site so we can do the whole thing where it like rides around on girders. Oh, it'll be the star of the city though, like the front page of the New York Times, baby abandoned in like tiny baby sized jinkos and denim carriage. <laughs> really cool baby. <laughs> <laughs> to get a little, to get a little bit of a New York chat in here, what what subway line do you think would be the best to abandon a baby on? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. I wrote, I, I wrote a subway train. line in New York once. It was the L train. That's not a good one. Yeah, don't put the baby on that. <laughs> don't put the baby that's, on the L train. The delays. Was, oh, that was that seemed like a good one to me. But I mean, I had like zero other train lines to compare it to. So, yeah. Um. Well, right now, 
uh, I don't think it's running beneath between uh, 3rd Avenue and uh, 8th Avenue. Yeah. It's, it's just not doing anything useful. Anyway. <laughs> so don't. Um, I would say put the baby on like the uh, the F, like the, the Brooklyn Bound F, because then the baby ends up eventually at Coney Island. And the baby can go, can go to the aquarium or can start a life as a carny. <laughs> Do you think a baby could survive off like forged scraps? Oh no. 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 They're like. Although, although you hear, you know, kids who get raised by wolves and stuff like that. Well, what uh, about Victorian street urchins? Like, they were obviously very young. I feel like your general abandoned street urchin was not, you know. Not an infant. A newborn. <laughs> not a literal infant baby. <laughs> or if they were, they had like a, you know, a dirt covered older sibling. Yeah. And even then, they probably died. Maybe times were different then. Maybe babies were born like, you know, animal. the rest of the animal kingdom just being able to walk and, like, have, like, a cursory amount of, like, knowledge about speaking. <laughs> so we're, we're definitely, uh, we're coddling our babies. This time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying babies could really get it together if they wanted to. I feel like even though Mark is not saying anything, I can hear him being upset. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Um, no, it's it's. Aren't, aren't you glad you have such nice friends as you go into this new chapter of your life? <laughs> it is funny because like because we don't really know any like we don't have any friends in the city who have kids. Uh, so this is all like my my sister and brother in law have two kids now, but uh, they're 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 a bit older than us. Um, I don't know anybody my age in the city who has kids, and it's uh. Are they all just carefree millennials? Well, I mean, everybody's broke. Um, and most of my friends aren't, like, in, in like, most of my friends aren't, in just, they're not really in a position uh, where they could have a kid right now. I mean, but, and, but, so then we end up going to these, uh, like, birthing classes where literally everyone's 10 years older than us. <laughs> like, 40-year-olds? Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. we were we were at a we were at this one birthing class, and there was a dude there who was like in probably sixty years old, and his wife was was much younger than him, but still like like I'm like uh also it tends to be that like people in New York who are having kids, uh, the dude is usually older than the woman. Um, so, so I was there and like, nobody was, was no dude was within 10 years of me. Oh, you were class. like the little baby Mark. Yeah. Yeah. We're <laughs> like, we're like cool teens who are having a kid. It's we're both 30. Yeah. New, New York city is very, it's, it's the, well, let's see, I'm 39. Maybe it's time to start <laughs> thinking about having a, having a baby. Do you want some, uh, Sabo family trivia? Um, my grandma, my grandma's so my great grandmother had my grandma on my dad's side when she was I think forty nine. Wow! And Whoa. she was the last kid out of I think thirteen kids. Damn! Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, this is also in like a holler in West Virginia. So, <laughs> well, that's what else are you gonna do in a in a holler in, in West Virginia other than just have babies just forever? Constantly have sex. <laughs> Oh my god, life in the holler sounds great. Just fucking and birthing. Yeah. Fucking Welcome birthing. to the sex holler. <laughs> Welcome to 
So the sex cabin in the sex holler. This reminds me that one time I was at uh, movies at the movies with a friend, and there was like in the interminable you know twenty minutes of ads before the tr- the preview start, there was some ad for it was the like a TV movie about the Hatfields and the McCoys. That that legendary holler based feud that yeah. we know about from like watching old Looney Tunes, <clears throat> and I briefly convinced the friend I was with that I was from a feuding family. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> For like a good like it, only like three minutes before I was like, no, <laughs> it's like I know I'm from the south, but my family is not from the south. What would your feud Sona be? So <laughs> like <laughs> the Yarners versus the Popums. Wait, is it Popum or Popum? Oh my god. Pop ham? <laughs> it's Popham, and also it's Arner. <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. I mean, my name, well, because my, my name is not Whitney. Yeah, you know, I didn't even think about think that. about it. Yeah, that, that really just occurred to me. <laughs> yeah, you're not the first, you're not the first one. Or, or people think it's, it's some sort of knitting-related thing. Oh, like a little yarner. Yeah. Like that, okay, uh, Winnie Arner. Winnie Arner, yeah, it's my middle name. Arners versus the Pophams. Yeah. I don't, yeah, we wouldn't feud. We wouldn't feud and fuss. <laughs> it would just be <laughs> our ancestors, like, starting, a like, an old-timey radio show, like, where we talk into a tin can to somebody else <laughs> down okay. the holler. But what if the Popham clan came in the middle of the night and stole your prize chicken? <laughs> and also, uh, I don't know, tipped over your still. Oh, well, that. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, war. That's war. <laughs> holler war. <laughs> oh, the new board game, Holler War. What's your, what's your holler sona? <laughs> My holler sona. Pick a family, pick a feud. And then... <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, no, there's there's no feuding and fussing. No. Fighting. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we were ever involved in any feuds. <laughs> Other than the feud of the self. Yeah. <laughs> that Just great a... mental feud we all know and love. <laughs> this got really dark and introspective. The constant war in one's own personal holler. <laughs> oh my God. I knocked over my own still last night. The still of the self. <laughs> so does the still represent your id or like the ego? We don't use your fancy city words for, <laughs> for the different uh, aspects of our psyche. What does the squealing free-range pig represent in your inside holler? It's just my mind pig, man. <laughs> my mind porker. Aww. <laughs> so uh, speaking of all this, I'm a subscriber to the Modern Farmer newsletter which I did a while ago, mostly because I was reading, um, it was it was something for work, about capons, which I feel like I might have talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've heard of the Modern Farmer newsletter. Yeah, well, yeah, because I tweet about it. <laughs> no, I actually heard about it from another podcast. Huh. Cool. <laughs> Ain't that it? Oh, now we're in a feud. <laughs> <laughs> and the Modern Farmer newsletter is great. Whoever, the, they, they write great headlines. Like one recently was like some scientists gave Prozac to a bird to see what would happen. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's very good stuff. Um, and now I forgot where I was going with it. Uh, but um, yeah, 
farming's great. <laughs> oh no, but they had a, an article about um, it was like why you should never buy a teacup pig. Teacup pigs are like the really itty bitty potbelly pigs, right? Well, no, it's it's just that they're baby pigs, and then they, they do to be like the the size of a normal pig. Yeah, yeah. They're not like potbelly <laughs> pigs. Why the fuck would you do that then? <laughs> well, yeah, this is it. It's like it's it's you know people being tricked. They're like, oh yes, no, they they only stay about twelve pounds, and you know, and and like the only way you can get them to stay small is by essentially starving them. It's like, yeah, if you only feed them half a cup of food a day, then your pig will never grow to normal pig size. Oh, no, that's but just it, terrible. Apparently, Paris Hilton did buy a, a a a teacup pig, but did keep it and continue to take care of it after it turned into a an enormous <laughs> hog. God, God bless Paris Hilton's enormous hog. <laughs> Have you heard? This is something. Uh, it's a it's a it's a Reddit rumor that I want to believe in that Paris Hilton is actually like super into like. Like radio enthu- like radio yeah. part and like, like old oh yeah she's like I a ham that. radio enthusiast. She's like into like she's like somebody was at a at a you know a, a rest stop in Germany and you know ran into Paris Hilton because she was on her way to some German radio parts show because she's super into like World War Two radio parts and I'm like oh, oh I want to believe yeah. I really want to believe that too but the actual chance of that being real is so like minuscule but. But is it? Like, why? Why wouldn't that be real? In the holler of the mind, anything is possible. When I was, <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought that, like, the musicians that you heard that were, like, popular musicians, that they listened to, like, music that was more obscure and better than, the, than you. Like, and that basically, like, all of music was a process of people going from, like, more obscure music, taming it oh, down. Oh, yeah, well. And like, well, I think that that's true of like, of like in some areas of music. Um, But I was always like, man, I wonder if like Britney Spears is really into like, like avant-garde German rock or something. (laughs) I don't think that that, that's true, though. Is it exponential to their level of fame? So if you're like Britney Spears, you just really have to dig. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, obscure, like 1980s Detroit, um, like drum and bass some <laughs> Britney yeah. Spears is super into the residence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Starting that rumor. Um well I I mean the thing is I feel like if I was rich I'd have so many more absurd hobbies. Oh yeah. Like I have a fair amount of absurd hobbies now, but if You if, do. <laughs> if there was like no if there were literally no uh no checks on on the degree to which I could do absurd things, like, oh, buddy. Like, what do you think would be your, where would you start? What would be your, well, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing doing... off the dome. Like, what do you got? What do you got? What are you going to do? Like home brewing. Like I would have like an entire brewery essentially. But then it's not a hobby. Then you're just like an entrepreneur. Ugh. So what you're saying is all your, all your hobbies would become outlandish, outlandish, like business. They'd all become businesses and they'd become they'd no be longer fun and they businesses. would just drain your, <laughs> you're like, oh no, and now I'm more rich. <laughs> well, no, but like, okay. When you hear about like, oh, this celebrity owns this restaurant, that celebrity, the celebrity isn't getting up at five to go down to the fish market. The celebrity has like a, a place that they go to and like a chef that they pay gives them food and they're like this is the good food 
sell this food <laughs> to other people. Like, and that's the extent of their involvement with that. Like Britney Spears' uh, closed restaurant, uh, Nyla. Yeah, yeah, uh, precisely. What? She has a closed restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. well, most not... people do. <laughs> <laughs> she has a non-functioning restaurant. She has a, a past. She had yeah, a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I don't know if it was if, if it was pronounced Nyla or NYLA because it was supposed to combine her two homes of New York and um, Louisiana. Louisiana. You know, honestly, the two things that I don't really um, correlate with each other are Britney Spears and like food. I was like, gonna say Britney those... Spears in Louisiana. That's where she's from. It, it, she just doesn't seem very Louisiana to me. Honestly, like the first food I think of when I think of Britney Spears is like pigs in a blanket. Not yeah. not like calling her a pig in a blanket. Just like I'm calling her a pig. In a... <laughs> just the delicious hot dog treat rolled in flaky, crusty, um, yeah, uh, Pillsbury crescent rolls mm-hmm. with a slice of craft singles. Whoa, it's this craft singles. Craft singles in a. Whoa, this yeah. next level shit. Oh, you never put a Kraft Singles in one? I put a little smear of mustard. No, no. The Kraft Singles is the way to go. (laughs) Next level shit. Thanks, Brett. It's okay. I'm like the Guy Fieri of... uh... We know who's going to be the new head chef at uh, at Nyla. (laughs) Nyla, which (laughs) will remain closed. Which has been closed since I think about 2002. (laughs) Justin Timberlake has a bunch of restaurants, right? I think he had a bunch of restaurants. I think for a little while, everyone had restaurants. Guys, remember when we went through a restaurant phase? (laughs) Those were the salad days, literally. We ate so much salad. (laughs) Um, Actually, one funny thing about brewing is that, like, a ton of the dudes... Like, so there have been all these craft breweries that opened up uh, pretty much since 2008... And, like, starting to read up on a bunch of them, it's all, like, commodity traders who lost their jobs but had enormous amounts of capital and knew a bunch of other rich guys and were like, well, it's time to follow my dream. Um, so Is this just, like, the New York side of it? Or are you talking about, like, everywhere? It's, like, everywhere. Like, I, a couple of places I know in Chicago were all started by commodity traders who lost their jobs. <laughs> Um, yeah, it seems like there's just been this, like, massive, massive boom in craft breweries. Like, I only got into beer in the last couple of years because I had a friend who was, like, kind of pretty into it and showed me that beer actually tastes good. Uh, but, yeah, like, just the amount of, like, craft breweries that I've seen has just grown and grown and grown. Yeah. Even in just two years. And it's like, what? Yeah, it's it's absurd. <laughs> like, pretty much every town up upstate has their own like small has their own craft brewery now um you should go to minneapolis like you oh, can't yeah. even enter the city limits without like starting your own like, craft brewery yeah without starting your, like you're driving along and you enter the city limits and you start to smell like hops roasting and you look in their back seat and there's like a little um carboy with some fermenting whatever in it yeah i'm, I'm growing hops on my farm in stardew valley mm. for beer yeah, yeah, I got a little, uh, I got a little um, keg in my in my house. That I can make beer with. Can make like it make this... a make a crisp pale ale. I like this moonshining simulator. <laughs> yeah, you can throw it. It's great. You can throw anything in there. It'll suddenly, if you throw fruit in there, it turns into wine. If you throw a vegetable in there, it turns into juice. <laughs> 
Yeah, I tried. I tried to make some like green bean wine, and it was like, no, this is juice. <laughs> and then anyone tried to just like make really fucked up combos for of flavors for beer yet? Like, oh yeah, I've seen a lot of chocolate peanut butter stouts out there. I don't really like stouts that much, but um, I had a Bloody Mary beer uh, a couple of years ooh, ago. Ooh. It was like ho- it was like a homebrewed thing, and it was not good. <laughs> that sounds really bad. That sounds like like dropping a packet of ranch into like a normal beer. Yeah. In my fridge right now, there's this, there's this, it's a blonde ale flavored with coffee. And I was like, oh, I wonder what that would taste like. And the answer is not very good. It is. If you described that to me, I'd be like, oh yeah, that sounds delicious. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, (laughs) It it tastes like a normal beer, but with one of those circus peanut candies in it. You you could take like failed batches of beer and just like package it as e-cig juice. (laughs) Oh, Wow. Wow, it's a circle of life here now. <laughs> Waste not, want not. I'm just saying, like the circle of like half half baked business ideas. We use we use all parts of the douchebag, <laughs> <laughs> and you could also you know fill a douchebag with. Oh, <laughs> oh, but it's so it's it's so okay, carbonated. So like, if you want to make like a cheesecake flavored beer. How would you do that? Because I've seen like a bunch of crazy shit like that. Would you have to literally like take a cheesecake and like strain it into the beer? You know, I was going to be like, I was going to be like, oh, like I'm sure you can find great. But then I remembered. So I belong to this homebrewing club and like the birthday celebration is coming up. And literally they, they made a cake. They made an iced a cake and then posted a video of them dumping it into the vat. <sighs> like a full birthday cake. Ooh, that but just like, seems like the sugar would like throw everything off or something. I don't know. I don't know enough about home brewing, but that just doesn't seem like the way you should do it. I, There's a really I, good beer that's a banana bread beer. Have you ever had that one? I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's just like it tastes like banana bread and it's fucking incredible. Yeah, I don't know. I like I barely know what I'm doing with this stuff. And so <laughs> in this home brewing club, a bunch of these people are like actual scientists. Nice. Um yeah, like they know things. Or they're chemists, or like someone's a physicist, um, and so they're all like very in depth on this stuff. And I'm very much like I just you're like guys. Have you seen my tweets? <laughs> <laughs> I have some very astute hot takes. <laughs> Divide I... my hot take. Oh, back. can you make a hot take beer, Mark? Can you please, please, please? like a like a like a jalapeno hot take saison. Like yeah, like a little little spicy, little well, little, little uh, heat on it. I was the other day. I was I was I literally was like, man, I'll bet Matt Lebchansky could draw some pretty hilarious hot sauce labels. And he was like, oh, my dream job is to illustrate like hot sauce labels and beer labels and punk like seven inches. <laughs> and so then today he was talking about. If he about, can find like, a way to travel back to like 1992, that is a viable career option. Yeah, for yeah. Um. But uh, I bet Matt could do a good job keeping Austin weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Austin. Yeah. So how do you guys feel about uh, South by Southwest and that? I don't think I'd go. Oh, I'm going to be in North Carolina soon. Oh, really? Twice. When? First, I'm going to be in Wilmington next weekend. Um, it's, uh, with my, my, uh, wife's family for Easter. And then after that, I'm going to be in Wilkesboro. Oh, 
uh, for Merlefest. <laughs> yeah, I want you to talk about. Please speak on Merlefest. Have I not because... talked? I feel like I talked about Merlefest before. No, no, because you. I don't know. Maybe you did briefly, but uh, let's get deep on Merlefest. Because well, I haven't seen that. <laughs> so you're going from the 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 beach to the mountains. Yeah, but I'm going back to New York in between. Is the shitty thing. <laughs> Hey, if you're driving through Durham, uh, you should stop and say hello. What if I, if, if I'm going back to Merlefest, or if I'm going to Merlefest, maybe I'll stop and just shove my dog into your arms and then just keep going. Yeah, do it. Sure, I'll hold the dog. I mean, I can hold a baby. The dog's not much different, right? <laughs> you just put him in a tote bag. <laughs> lay some Can't plastic wrap big, over their the face. Big garbage bags because uh, she's a pretty big dog. Yeah, it's okay. I got like bigger totes. It's cool. <laughs> One of those IKEA bags. Yeah, just shove a dog in a duffel. Um, but uh, so basically, I won a contest. Or okay, so I this one website that I read that has information on like folk music and stuff like that. Website they... information. That's <laughs> pretty dubious. <laughs> uh they they were like oh there's a contest that eastman guitars and merlefest and i didn't know what merlefest was is holding like if you retweet this spotify um thing uh you can you, you'll be entered to win and i was like okay oh my sure. God, won a spotify contest yes and That's the prize crazy. was i got a denim jacket and a shirt and some cds and those have arrived there's also a uh, a guitar that i'm getting and then I have a free, two free tickets to Merlefest and accommodations. Merlefest is April 28th through May 1st, 2016 at Wilkes Community College in Wilkesboro. It's presented by Window World. Um, and actually, like, a bunch of really cool people are playing. Like, uh, John Prine, Old Crow Medicine Show, uh, The Dave Rollins Machine, which uh, Jillian Welsh is in that band, um, Sam Bush. And uh, so I'm actually, like, really looking forward to it. Um, but it is kind of funny. Like I probably would not have gone, uh, just cause I don't really go to music festivals anymore, but I was talking to Kristen and I was like, you know, I don't know if we'll be able to do this. And she's like, well, we might as well go to like the last possible music festival for us to go to. <laughs> so what if this influences your baby though? Like in the womb. I think, I think just by, by Mark being this this child's father this <laughs> yeah i don't think that they're gonna get there. get anything um yeah yeah but um any extra any extra like banjo playing come out they're already the full get. beard so what is your full list of uh wackadoodle hobbies okay well i haven't been knitting recently but i am looking at all my knitting stuff right now and i actually should probably knit some stuff for this baby um, I play banjo and I also have a tenor banjo. Um, I mean, that's pretty much, and then the, the homebrewing, that's pretty much the only wackadoo stuff I do at this point. God, do you, like, honestly, if someone just dropped you in the middle of the Appalachians, like in 1920, you would get along fine. Well, like there would be no way to distinguish you between like the locals. <laughs> Except for like the way I talk and, yeah, except for and the way ev- you talk and everything that, about me. And that New York City big boy strut that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's huh? it's great that you you've never met Mark, but you know that he has you know a big boy strut. strut. <laughs> he has a big city boy strut. It's true. You know the the mascot for Big Boy, uh, the chain of restaurants. Yeah, his big overalls. That's that's pretty much that's that's me. Um, Your big boy strut. Like you're one of those statues come to life, yeah. Human, constantly licking my lips, looking at the cheeseburger. God, I want a fresh (laughs) big boy right now. Just so so plump. I've never had a a a a big boy sandwich, whatever they sell. Yeah, yeah, they're hamburgers. Um, honestly, like it sounds delicious. (laughs) Just a big boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I think those were franchised, and the people who, like, own the franchise would put their name first. But, so, I always thought of them as Frisch's Big Boys, but uh, I think that that's, like, a regional thing. I know, like, the yeah, like, the famous is, like, Bob's Big Boy. Yeah, like yeah. Because they don't, I don't, I don't feel like they had them in, I don't feel like I've never seen one IRL. I haven't seen that, if you will. I kind of really want that franchise model to come back like putting someone's name or family name in front of the franchise so like you just get incomprehensible like last names in front of like kfc or mcdonald's ah um well guess what the big boy website has a franchise opportunities page and it says become your own burger boss (laughs) oh my god i think Uh, that there career change brit's big boy brit's big boy yeah yeah Oh my god, um, this could be it. This could be the one. <laughs> of, all, of all my zany business ideas, this could finally pay off. Um, It says here, we bet you're hungry for more success. Oh, well, this is if you're already a successful multi-unit or multi-brand franchisee. I mean, really, am, I mean, I kind of am. So. Oh, guys, <laughs> guys. The URL for just the like sign up for the opportunity thing is ownabigboy.com. <laughs> ownabigboy.com. Oh, if only your, your big boy will arrive in three to six business days. So it is big. not ownabigboy.com. I just went there. Oh, I put it ownabigboy.com. No, nope, own a big boy. Own a big boy. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sold already. Yeah, the wow, they're really nice. into the into like the puns here. An opportunity as big as our burgers. I mean, those bur- I, I guess they're large for burgers, but not large compared to like the universe. <laughs> yeah, really, that is truly the measure for all burgers. <laughs> how, how... All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna fill out the the form to get the brochure, and we'll we'll see about it. Like maybe next week, I'll get it. Oh. Another hobby thing for a while, like two summers ago, I was thinking of uh, making limoncello, like professionally, um, because I made some, it was really good. And so I I now get a bunch of emails. I'd contacted a bunch of places that sell like bulk alcohol um, because you have to have Everclear, basically. And um, limoncello is like alcoholic lemonade, right? Yeah. All you do is it's a lemon liqueur. You soak the um the the skins of Meyer lemons in Everclear with like some sugar. All right. Speaking of this, I think it's time for Rumpelman's oh, yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, because I, I forgot last week. For what? Rumpelman's minute. It's a new feature where well, because as uh Mark brought me, um, he's a Rumpelman. 
Uh, <laughs> Rumplemins is a type of peppermint schnapps that is uh, 100 proof. Oh and uh, Mark brought me um, like, a, a, like a three-quarters way full bottle of it. And I had my first ever taste of it on, on the podcast. And uh, I've forgotten a couple times to continue to do Rumplemins Minute where I take a shot of Rumplemins and we just see what happens. Whoops, that's okay. a big one. Um, Rumple Man is my superhero identity. <laughs> I think that's your that's your like mundane identity. Aww. Oh, honey, you're not rumpled. All right, let's have some Rumple Mins. Oh. Do you describe the like the aroma and the mouthfeel? It's so refreshing. <laughs> it's it's that it's that York peppermint patty kind of taste, but. Um, Super alcoholic. <laughs> oh my God. And it's got like some kind of crazy ass du- double headed eagle on the bottle because it's from Germany. Oops, there goes the lid. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, now I've lost the lid, so I guess. Uh... Wow, Rumpleman's Minute is already getting off to a great start here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Whitney's already uh, completely inebriated and uncoordinated. <laughs> I gotta say, when Mark brought me all that booze, all those mostly to half to mostly empty bottles of booze, many of them are gone because they were already almost empty. And I've I've had a broken foot for nearly two months and I've had to keep myself amused somehow. But the greatest gift is that he gave me two almost entirely full bottles of maraschino liqueur and creme de violette, which means I'm able to make the best cocktails. So are you Mark's, like, organic, like, alcohol disposal unit? <laughs> I'm I'm a Bender the Robot in, like, flesh form. You know that episode where he gets turned into a human? That's me. Oh, buddy. <laughs> that doesn't end up too great for him. Woo! Woo. Oh, you watched it. You Wait can't. till that baby's born and then it's getting all the half-finished bottles of alcohol. No, no. <laughs> For when it's older. Oh, yeah. oh man. Like, it's it's a birthright. <laughs> I'm going to have to fight your baby for booze. No, no, I'll... you'll just build a hope chest and put the booze in there for the future for the baby. I'll, like, I'll just hold up the baby and show it the liquor cabinet, and I'll be like, one day this will all be yours. <laughs> I still haven't haven't drunk all of that, uh, that uh, extremely dusty bottle of, of scotch that... Your wife's parents had. Yeah, it's like it's like forty years old. Is that good or bad? It's just it's scotch, you know. Yeah, like. Oops. Shit. Hang on, guys. Oh, I accidentally unplugged my headphones. Oh. Yep. <laughs> so that was only inconvenient for me. I thought you'd like uncorked a bottle of some sort. Nope, nope. I I found the cap for the Rumplemans. It's back on. It's back on. Okay. Um. And um, hey, uh, uh, let's. Uh, uh, we have. Oh yeah, we've got. We now we now sell ads and messages on this podcast, and we got a we got a couple. So, uh, uh, and this is uh, this is, is a it Squarespace. No, no, it's uh, not that at all. It's uh... is it Extreme Restraints? <laughs> You'll see. I think it's a little more exciting than Extreme Restraints. Um, I'll do I'll do the first one, and do you want to do the and then you'll do the other one. Mark? Yes. Yes. So, um, so this one it comes from a previous guest, friend of the show, Mouse, um, and uh, uh, I'm just going to go right into it here. Uh, 
Can you imagine a sprawling metropolis comprised of diverse talking animals where bunnies from the sticks move to fulfill their dreams? Disney already has enough money, so you should read There Go Ye Dogs by the unincorporated artist Mouse. There Go Ye Dogs is a webcomic about the tight-knit inhabitants of a rundown boarding house in a diverse, furry city where all kinds of critters scrape and scramble to live their best lives as poets, cooks, grant-hungry scientists, cartoonists, jazzers, and punk rockers. It's an urban fantasy with adventure, romance, and double romance. Explicit gay furry sex. Your employer will be very upset if they catch you reading this on the clock, you dirty bird. Careening into the gutters of the legacies of great black and white alternative comics like Love and Rockets, Usagi Yojimbo, and Omaha the Cat Dancer, There Go Ye Dogs is a super gay, gender-variant, differently-abled, broke-ass hustling tour of a city at odds with its citizens' dreams. Jump into the cacophonous intersection of Cosmo, Cricket, Laurel, Honeysuckle, Casimir, Mishka, Maji, Mr. Wormwood, Mimi, and Julio in an impossible city. Read the comic at goyedogs.com and ship in to support Mouse on her Patreon, patreon.com slash mouseandgoat. So goyedogs.com, a sexy furry comic that is there for you to read. I would like to give my personal endorsement to this comic. <clears throat> uh, uh, I, 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 we are, uh, I haven't seen that as a is a pro we, we we support the furry community we are a pro furry podcast you'll always find safety with us and also love- amazing comics yeah so yeah that's and that's uh, the last <laughs> our last ad was for a a, a a gay uh comic kickstarter and now we've got a dirty furry comic so um if you if you're looking for an ad if you you, you got a you got 30 30 bucks burning a hole in your pocket you want to promote your your, your, it doesn't have to be your dirty gay comic. It could be anything, you know. But hey, we're here. Uh, so, Mark, you want to you hit and up the And then other? we have a very uh, a mysterious message, which is, we have been giving the word intramural a free pass for too long now. It ends <laughs> today. So, yeah, that's, uh, these are the kind of things that you can, um, you can pay for. To and we'll have say them. We'll say them. I mean... I feel like we have some limits, you know. Here's the here's the thing. If you don't want to pay $30 and you still want to promote your dirty gay sex comic, you can just email that to me <laughs> personally and just promote it to me. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just to an audience of one. You're just going to hog them all. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if you don't have $30. <laughs> oh, and so that's, uh, that's, uh, we need to, we'll, we'll come up with a, with a fun, uh, Tag. A name for that, oh, you know. Oh, you get into it? It's, yeah, it's you know, the billing department or the money zone or whatever they call it on other on, on specifically McElroy podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Outside of this podcast, we're an island in an ocean of McElroy content. This is the only non-McElroy <sighs> podcast out there. The year is 20XDX. All yeah, podcasts yeah. are McElroy. I feel like I've made that joke before. <laughs> Oh, oh, the the Rumplemans has me sweating, guys. <laughs> it's great. It was cold before, but now, oh, that that chilly. Oh, chilly. I've got a. Can I throw a, a name in for the money corner or whatever you're going to call it? Yep, Popham's Penny Pinchers. Oh, <laughs> that uh, that, that makes it sound. That sounds know. like it's an advice thing where I like explain, for, for bargains. Yeah, where okay, I explain uh, uh, how to like dent cans. Any promotions? Pennies are not involved here. <laughs> well, yeah, like uh, a alliteration route. Um, I'm just trying to help you out. 
There's no bad ideas, Mark. <laughs> Only bad people. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you ever worked for a startup blue sky thinking? Uh, I have never done that. Do you guys have you guys worked with millennials? Yes. <laughs> isn't isn't that's a big thing right now, right? Like how bad it is to work with millennials. Um, yeah, all the millennials I've ever worked with, they uh, refused to have normal desks. They all wanted foosball tables for their desks. and uh, Damn them. They wanted naps every 20 minutes. Uh, it was really weird. And do, you guys, do you guys consider yourselves millennials? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a millennial, right? pretty solidly a millennial. Yeah. I, I don't quite, because I'm, I'm older than both of you. I feel like, because uh, I'm, I'm in that kind of, that soft space in the like, late... crevice. Yeah, and, and it's it's the I, I I was reading some article about calling it like the Oregon Trail generation because it was like when everybody you know you grew up playing Oregon Trail but whatever. Wait, how old are you? Are you your thirties, mid thirties? I will be turning thirty four in a few months. So. Oh well, I'm going to be turning thirty one in a few months. Um, I've also noticed that like the time frame for millennials is like very slowly shifting. Like, about five years ago, I was very firmly, like, in the millennial camp, like, no ifs, ands, or buts, and now I'm, like, almost kind of pushed out. It's it's definitely becoming just, it's just becoming to mean those those youngsters, youths yeah. these days. Youngins. Kids. <laughs> those not of, of legal age, I guess. Yeah. I think I'm of legal age. You You better be. <laughs> You gave me all this booze, and you're gonna have a child. Um, what if your baby's born as a millennial? Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> what if it just comes out demanding things? It's gonna come out so entitled. Yeah. It's gonna oh. be like, wow, wow! I just was born. Where's my trophy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna want food and shelter. Wait, <laughs> wait! I want to go to school for a liberal arts degree. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want mistake. health insurance. <laughs> yeah, why don't we make? Why don't we bootstrap our kids a bit more, and make them uh, not receive health care? Damn, you're entitled, baby. Yeah, yeah. I think you should conduct like the world's first social experiment and raise your family on like uh, uh, merit and um, what is that word? Uh, there's, there's definitely. There's yeah, definitely that priority. is not. That is not the world's first social experiment. <laughs> I uh there there was some some I think article. that's the Kennedys. Yeah. <laughs> there was some well, article. Well, I mean, I think like you should definitely divide your family into like taxable income brackets, and then provide like assistance and needs based on that. So like your baby's obviously obviously going to need like you know public housing and some uh something. <laughs> uh. Edu- like credits for education yeah yeah exactly i'm trying to think of like s- social programs um your baby can probably get like snap <laughs> so you're saying i should like disenfranchise my baby so that they're a separate taxpayer <laughs> from me i'm just saying if they wanted to work they could <laughs> Is your baby looking for okay, work every week? Let me let me give a disclaimer uh, to anyone listening. This is all sarcasm. I, I... <laughs> as as soon as my baby can lift its head, it needs to get out there and start pounding the pavement. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, does it want to work? I mean, really ask yourself that, and then um, it's base what it gets off of that. Yeah. Um. 
Uh, yeah, there was a there was an article I read the other day where it was like run your family like your business, and it was some entrepreneur guy who has like applied his business success to uh, his family of six ginger children, and like I hope they... did you say ginger or gender children, <laughs> ginger children. <laughs> um, no, no, they're ginger children, but um, no, I still didn't understand what you said. <laughs> Ginger, they're red-haired okay. children. <laughs> what? What do you mean, gender children? <laughs> is, is These children are gendered. I children. scream, knocking over the grill and turning my uncle's Fourth of July barbecue into the Fourth of shit. Man, it's gonna be very. It's gonna be really tough when I when I tell my kids drill jokes. Like my my kids are gonna consider drill jokes like dad jokes. <laughs> like your kid already lost at life it's gonna have no fucking way to relate to any other anyone show. else <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so so hard to explain memes to your kid i don't think it is honestly i think that like well no but like old memes oh yeah uh your, your kid's gonna be born and you're gonna be like like damn baby Back at it again with the being born, and your baby's just gonna roll its eyes and be like, "Oh my god, Dad, that is so old." Can you imagine raising your family as a business, but raising it as like a minimum wage coffee shop or something? So like, you schedule them at like really weird times, and like they only get about like a day's notice, you know, so, before so they wait, have a shift. Before they have a shift of like being a family. <laughs> I don't know, like doing their chores or something, or. Or like yeah, being my, my kids outs. are only allowed to do their chores from like six thirty a.m. to <laughs> to nine a.m. But it, it's like every other Wednesday. Your kids well, like, uh, Dad's making me open. <laughs> Jenny, you're gonna be clopening this weekend. So. <laughs> yeah, I know um, you're six, but uh, and I but the place closes at ten, and you have to be back here by four a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess you'll just you can sleep here in our home. <laughs> oh, that's that's a good good baby name. Put that on the list. Clopening, clopening, clopening possum. Yeah. Uh, that dude though who runs his family like a business. Uh, I really hope he has like a backup plan for supporting himself in his elderly years. <laughs> like, yeah, be- they're like, come on, dad. Looks like your contract's up for renegotiation, you old <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, oh, you know, we're just looking to replace uh, this position with someone a little more knowledgeable about, uh, you know, current technology yeah, and, like, Xbox lots. And, you know, we've got this intern from the local college. So you just put the intern into the extended care facility? <laughs> yeah, no. no the- <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, I guess you'd have to, really. That's kind of what it is. <clears throat> so speaking of the elderly, um, <laughs> the other day, I was thinking about Harry and David. Yes, go on. What is Harry and David? It's a it's a company that sells gift baskets, and I think they're mostly famous for sending you a bunch of fucking pears. Correct? Mark, back me yes, up. What do you think? Yes, I, well... I bought pears. Mark a bunch of pears, or like, hey, hey, well, I was, I, well, I don't know, I don't, don't know what made me think about it. I, I, I've been sleeping really weird and drinking coffee at wrong hours. It's, uh, <laughs> I, oh, and I continue to have, I have not, um, seen another human being for more than thirty seconds <laughs> in two weeks because, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I'm Are you me. asking me for pears? No, I don't. This is it. I don't want pears. I don't understand why you would choose to get pears by means of somebody shit. Yeah, like, well, no, I, well, I, from my job, I definitely understand why you would decide yeah. to get de- pears delivered to you. But as like a, a gift, and I was like, I just was spending time reading all of the reviews on Harry and David pear gift oh boxes. And they're all like, my elderly parents loved it. It's like, I, I've sent, I've been sending these to my hundred year old mother for 10 years. And I'm like, Oh, I don't want to be old and have my niece and nephew sending. They're like, oh, hey, Aunt Whitney, we love you. Here's a box of pears. Here's 12 pears you've got to eat. What if you lose your teeth and can you eat the pears still? Maybe like, that's not pears really good. used to be a lot, like, more popular. Maybe they were harder. Maybe they were more exotic. Like, maybe pears used to be, like, what we think of as, like, say, a dragon fruit now that used to be a pear. So would you like a lot of dragon fruit? No, I don't really like fruit. Please send me only sausages. <laughs> I mean, they, so so what you want is the new brothel smokehouse. Yes, I want my, my when, when I am elderly, I want to be sent some summer sausages. Some, oh, they're some having back. an Easter sale right now, you guys. Fuck yes. The smokehouse sampler is only $38.95. Fuck yes. We both have birthdays coming up. That's true. Harry and David's? <laughs> well, what Harry and David's is the pears. The, they sell the pears. New Brothel's, Bromfels Smokehouse sells... Yeah, uh, Brothel versus Bromfels. <laughs> that's a hell of a smokehouse. <laughs> um, they have uh, smoked turkeys. Uh... <laughs> Peppered smoked turkeys. If they could smoke the pears, I might be into it. A that actually sounds pear? very good. Doesn't it? Doesn't that sound really good? A smoked pear? Yeah. Oh, make that into a beer. Make a smoked pear beer. Okay. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Would you smoke a pear and then just dunk it in the carboy? Or whatever part of the process you dunk it in? I have no idea. Have you ever had a smoked beer? Yeah. A Roush, yeah. A Roush beer. A Roush beer. They're very good. Extremely good. Wait, a smoked beer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's what the fuck? Like the 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 grains are malted for, or like when they malt the grains, they actually cook them longer, so they're like kind of burned, and you get a really nice smoky flavor from that. Mm-hmm. Okay, delicious. If you this like has been beer talk. <laughs> yep. Oh. yeah, rumble rumble bands makes you sweat. <laughs> I was very cold before, and now I'm just like. <laughs> I mean that's that's what like like ice fishermen do, right? Oh yeah, I guess. Like Get, drinking then... schnapps and uh, to ward off the chill, and then they fall into the ice and freeze to death. Yay! <laughs> Sorry. That seems like a nice way to go. But do we talked we talked ice... about getting murdered last week, so let's you know. We don't... Do you have a lot of ice fishers in New York City, or not New York City? I should say New York State. Um, is that a New England thing, ice fishing? I thought it was like a up an upper Midwest thing. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's like I like all my fam, like most of my family goes ice fishing, or yeah. part of that side of the family. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, I always assumed it was like a New England thing too. I didn't think it was just Midwestern. I don't know. Um, I feel like. I mean, it's literally just an excuse to drink. I mean, there's yeah. literally no reason to do it. Well, and you can have a cool little stove on the ice. It's a, a reason to drink and get away from your family. It's also a reason to gamble driving your car out onto the river. Um, 
it's also a good um um uh, uh like set dressing for um fargo in uh, be it the uh the, the movie oh but... fargo pisses me off so much like it's a good show but just like we were watching it and the uh like the fact that duluth is portrayed as like this massive like skyscraper filled city <laughs> just like for whatever reason that was the straw that broke <laughs> camel's back and i was just like no this is not right <laughs> I haven't seen... I, I watched the first season and I really liked it. I haven't seen the second one yet. I own it all. Just haven't watched it. I oh, forget. and just, like, the fact that they're driving back and forth across Minnesota, like, like in an evening. I'm like, that's not physics. That's not how that works. Um, Sir, are you calling them out for being fake? Yeah, I'm listeners? saying that TV was not 100% accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota posers. Yeah. One thing I, I, I think is really great about uh, any show set in New York, other than actually like Law and Order is probably like the most realistic in terms of this, but like um, person of interest implies that like pitched gun batter b- batters battles occur mm, in New York, mm, occur in New York City on like a fairly regular basis when in that like shootouts happen extremely rarely. <laughs> In New York, I would say. So you've been witness to, like, two. Well, no. (laughs) There was only one shooter in that case. There was not an... Oh, you saw a shooting? I was shooting adjacent, yes. (laughs) Kitty corner to a shooting. I was, was like, maybe ten feet away from this uh, this dude tried to shoot another guy. Oh, Jesus. uh, Yeah. Didn't another crazy thing happen in, like, Gowanus or something? Oh, that was just uh, an undercover cop tackled a dude running out of a housing project, like literally like six inches from us. So um, are you going to teach your baby like like street smarts or like how to be safe? I mean, I don't have any street smarts. <laughs> I've been doing OK. Is, um, so is your backup plan to let the baby grow a luxurious beard early on so it can like hide it's like facial expressions or to basically kind of make it so like potential attackers can't really tell what its mood is. I think you've misunderstood the colloquial term concrete jungle. (laughs) There aren't like panthers that I'm afraid of here. I don't need to like expose my eye spots to, uh, to scare away predators. Um, I was, and I mean this, I mean this lovingly Mark, your, your beard uh, does nothing to hide. Any, yeah. any expressions of fear? <laughs> it doesn't like puff out when he's afraid. No. Um, Although that would be great if it was like you know that that whole like Studio Ghibli. Yeah, thing. yeah. And, like that's the- honestly the biggest disappointment about beards I've ever heard. <laughs> they don't don't puff <laughs> they out. Don't, yeah, they don't just puff out. Ah, oh, we we maybe once the human race once had the evolutionary capability to to puff out beards when, when alarmed, but we've lost it. <laughs> How adorable would that be? There's like a little threat pattern when it unfurls. <laughs> I make that sound like uh like the the spitting dinosaur from Jurassic Park, <laughs> like thing, and then it spits on Newman. Nothing, nothing. Oh, Mark, talk about your yoga thing. You need to tell everybody. Oh. About so I I went to yoga on Friday and like so I actually I left work at it, it started at like seven ten I left work at like six twenty and biked 
to the yoga place from my work in Manhattan to the yoga place in Brooklyn. And I biked like faster. Like I went over the bridge as fast as I'd ever gone before. Like I, I, you I got waited. there in ten minutes. I got there in like thirty minutes, um, and then just waited around until the until it started. But um, so it was restorative yoga, which is where you like you hold poses for a really long time, and they're all supported, and they're like very low impact poses. So um, and it's very relaxing, and the idea is to be like meditative. And I actually had like a uh, like a moment of existential um, enlightenment where it felt like my third eye opened and a great bright light shone in to my like consciousness. And then my brain was like, what if the characters of Seinfeld were made out of lunch meat? <laughs> and I lost and he just, the, the third eye just <laughs> shut up tight. <laughs> and I was like, no, <laughs> I was at peace. Did you have like an epiphany about it though? No, no. Like my, I think my brain was just like, "Well, that's enough of that." <laughs> What's you good even content? like follow through. You're like, "Oh, I've got this like massive ball of creative potential sparked by the third eye opening." And oh yeah, so you drop. think it was a sign that I should recreate the cast of Seinfeld in lunch meats? I do. I do. I, I feel like this is like yeah, I, your I, next I, weird I, hobby. You don't think it was a distraction? You think that? Like... No, I think this was a sign. Like this was you were opening to your true potential as a meat artist. Salami filled. Oh, <laughs> I've uh, long wanted to make a, a nativity scene out of out of little meats, like like <laughs> out of Vienna sausages. Like yeah, like the, the Christ Child is a little Vienna sausage, and he's like swaddled up in a pepperoni. Oh, the little smoky nativity. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I definitely yeah, that was an idea I had while high in in college <laughs> that has stuck with me. Chase those dreams. Don't ever let them die. Yeah. Yeah. Still, yeah, it could happen. It could still happen. I think you should really go after Meatfeld. Like, (laughs) this could be a really great, like, transition into the art world for you. And it's so tasty. Yeah, just think about it. Like, everyone would want to come to the exhibition because at the end, you could eat it. Yeah, who doesn't want to eat Seinfeld? (laughs) Pastrami Elaine. Oh my god! But would her hair be like little curly crisps of bacon? Like, well, this yeah. is the question: if it's if it's like specifically like deli meats or if any like cooked like a bacon mm-hmm. is. Well. I think I you have to like... stick with meats, like a like a, uh, a cured like a cured meat. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, go for some of that right now. That does sound good. Oh. It's just uh guys let's all just let's just go leave here and get a get a meat plate. <laughs> yeah, check out the new Braunfels smokehouse. Yeah. Maybe no. uh, maybe that's going to be my my birthday gift <clears throat> to me this year. <laughs> just buying a bunch of bunch of bunch of hams. Just yeah. eating 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 things full of nitrates in front of, in front of your pregnant wife. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you going to be? Cuz you I'm going to be 30. Okay, that's the meat birthday. Oh, is it? <gasps> Yeah. I think my actual big plan is I'm going to get a six-foot party sub, I think. Oh, God. Uh, I cannot say that that's not a good idea. And I'm going to strap <laughs> it to the back of my nerd bike and and bike it down to wherever I'm having the party. To be honest, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Right? right? <laughs> but, like, keep half of it for you. Like, be like, no, no, this is the birthday boy's share. 
I should have like a samurai sword that I use to chop it in half. And, and honestly, like... who's gonna fucking stop you? Because it's your birthday. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're the big birthday boy. I am. And you, you own it. I own okay, a big Whitney, boy. What, Whitney? What ridiculous amount of food would you get for your birthday? Oh, um, I, my meat... getting a full party sub. Yeah, um, like maybe a really, really big lasagna. How big? Like. A kiddie pool. Mm. Okay, that's that's just unpra- impractical. Well, no, I mean just like size wise, not like made in a kiddie pool, but like oh, like enough to fill a kiddie pool. Yeah, I well, I don't know, like I can't just you know like the size of my coffee table, you know. Like a okay, co- that's fair enough. That seems like something you could purchase. I guess the rule would have to be it's something you have to be. Able- oh, this has to be something I can. Pur- I thought we, I was just blue sky. Oh, yeah, not like fantasy food. Okay, the thing that's like actually available. I mean, party sub is definitely good. Um, I, I would kind of just like one of the um, the really comically large bottles of wine. You know, the ones that are all named after biblical kings. <laughs> what? Hold on. Like Jeroboam's. <laughs> yeah, Jeroboam uh, wine size bottle sizes. Yeah. Uh, this is good shit. Um, this is a, a fun fact for everybody. Um, is that, you know, you get your standard bottle of wine, your 750 milliliter, which is, you know, it's just a regular bottle. Um, and then when you have a double, when, when it's a, a, a liter and a half, that's a magnum. But, um, after that, when you go up to like, uh, three liters, is it called a King David three liters, which, uh, you know, is your standard amount for a box of wine. That's a Jeroboam, uh, <laughs> four and a half liters is a Rehoboam. Six liters is a Methuselah. Nine liters is a Salmanazar. Twelve liters is a Balthazar. Fifteen liters is a Nebuchadnezzar. Eighteen liters is a Melchior, or a Solomon, depending. And um, thirty liters is a Mel- uh, Melchizedek. Melchizedek, I think. Melchizedek, yeah, or a Midas. Oh my fucking! So God. I would like a, um, a Melchizedek of cold duck for my birthday. I would go with the Nebuchadnezzar of... Wait, the Nebuchadnezzar is the biggest one? No, no, uh, Melchizedek. Okay, yeah, Melchizedek. Yeah. Can I get that, but of Pepsi? Fuck. Yeah, you can. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Delicious. Ugh. Pepsi. Refreshing, crisp. Ugh. It's like a spring spring, uh, tap. This is crazy. I didn't know you could buy wine this big. This I mean, you can't, you know, it's not like in your average store or anything, but it exists. It exists. It's mostly, it's mostly the champagnes that yeah. are in the extremely large. Yeah. Um. I really want, like, this, this is like, if I were more of an entrepreneurial person, I would be, I want to invent the, the box champagne. Like, you know, we lo- all love a box of wine. I have I've had a box of coffee in in my fridge the past week and that's just been grand, um, but I think we need a box champagne. Hmm. I'm not a huge champagne person. Mm. See, I'll, take, a... I'll take a Nebuchadnezzar beer again. I guess though we already have that. It's called like a keg. A keg, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like to have the like champagne it would have to be like one of those little mini kegs, like a little pony of. 
Oh, I, think the food, I think the absurdly large food that I'd want as a birthday thing would either be, um, one doesn't seem that crazy, but it would be to me because I've never had it. Like one of those New York roast beef sandwiches where it's just like an entire roast beef, mm. like two slices of bread. Or is it roast beef or pastrami? I think it's it might like be pastrami or corned beef, I think. Or yeah, those yeah. Big, those. those big sandwiches. Just yeah. thing, I also don't really like corned beef or pastrami, so I don't really want to eat it, but just knowing that I could have it. You just want it there. <laughs> I just want it there. Like like a symbol. Uh, maybe like a like a like a cob salad that's like like in a in a like a, a giant globe. <laughs> a giant orb of cob salad. <laughs> so you want like the XL size salad shaker? Yeah. <laughs> like full of so many Okay, also a um, a pizza tray size thing of nachos. Oh shit, now we're talking. Yeah, Actually, that's what I'm saying. Uh, at Pork Slope here in New York, the large nachos is literally a cafeteria tray covered in nachos. <sighs> oh, that sounds amazing. Oh, guys, guys, we need to <laughs> we need to get some big food. <laughs> I love me some big food. Um, that might be my new podcast, Big Food. It's just you sloppily eating into a microphone. Oh God, that's disgusting. <laughs> I was just, I was just like spitballing ideas of, of big food. <laughs> oh, oh, happy birthday, a... everybody! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have had a giant burger before, or I had part. Of it. I didn't eat the whole thing. I had a party <laughs> where a guy had a. It, he made a burger that was like the uh, size of a manhole cover. What, wow. did, what do you think was the first time you realized you could eat a big food and no one would say anything? I feel like I never had a, had a, <laughs> a sense of that anybody. I definitely had a moment in college where I was making some mac and cheese and I was like, God, I'm so hungry. Like, this is crazy. But what if I made two boxes of mac and cheese? And I was like, that's like, you can't do that. That's like illegal. Someone's going to stop you. <laughs> And then I was like, but what if you just did it? Like, who's going to see? <laughs> you just, uh, you, you drape a, a, um, a napkin over your head to hide your sins from God. <laughs> it's really the Ortolan of mac and cheese, really. <sighs> what do you think your baby's first big food is going to be? <laughs> God, I don't know. I just couldn't tell you what my. I mean, I feel like you get to, like, you can choose that. You can expose them to a big food early in their life. But when you're a baby, I guess like every food is a big food. Yeah, most, most foods are pretty big. Like a corn on the cob is like, oh fuck, this thing is like at least half as big as me. And you know, below a certain age, you have to be very careful to to expose your child to big food due to, due to choking hazards. <laughs> I just drop my baby onto a pillow-sized burger. <laughs> Have at. Oh, I tell you, I want a big, a big food would be like, like twenty pounds of mashed potatoes. Like, have that at my birthday party. Just oh like a big giant thing, like a, just a tub. Just a yeah, I could see that. I feel like you could also just get that at like any like Golden Corral too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was definitely like a realization I had when once I started living alone and uh, and once I got a pressure cooker, I was like, "Hey, I can just make mashed potatoes. Like, if I buy a five pound bag of potatoes, which is sold for really quite a low price, 
I can just make a shit ton of mashed potatoes and then eat a lot of them. Oh man, that's still on my to-do list is to get a pressure cooker. Pretty. It just seems so magical. Pretty good. You can get one, uh, get the uh, Presto 6-quart aluminum. 30 bucks. And they'll never, like, explode? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been using mine for, like, three years, and it's never exploded. I think I might need to uh, uh, replace the, um, the the thing. There's a thing I, th- I probably am, am wearing out because it's kind of been leaking a little bit. So. Oh, no. Because I've been using it so much. So much pressure. You know, you can use a pressure cooker to moonshine. Ooh, that'll blow up. Uh, <laughs> That's a way to die. This changes everything. Tell me more. <laughs> do, you also, uh, do you make? Do you, is that how you make meth as well with a pressure cooker? I don't think you make meth with a pressure cooker. <laughs> is that how you uh, how you cook up some yay? <laughs> no. <laughs> some what? I don't know. <laughs> Better have some more rumple mints. No, I'm not gonna have. <laughs> Yeah, sorry guys, I haven't seen Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> but you assume there's pressure cookering. Pressure yeah. cookering. Yeah, um, I kind of feel like you could just throw some Sudafed into the pressure cooker and then like do let it do its thing and then instant meth. And like and then like you you open up the 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 thing the the, the you unlock the the lid and it kind of makes that like Zelda you opened a treasure chest noise and there's meth in there. <laughs> Yeah, and how do you craft you know meth in Minecraft? <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna start uh, growing meth on my my Stardew Valley. <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah, Stardew Valley is you know it's a little it's a little real, but it's not that real. <laughs> it's Costco real, not that's Costco. It's you know somebody lives in a trailer, not somebody lives in a trailer and also makes meth there. Yeah. Um. Uh, don't don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> So, the original thing of I haven't seen, or it's I haven't seen, I thought it was like I haven't seen this movie or yeah. a television show. Okay, but yeah, I really let's, like let's, that you're kind of. Sometimes we do that, but sometimes it just doesn't seem. Well, I mean, if you'd like to tell us, you know, Actually, we're. Yeah, I think this episode, I don't think we've said that we haven't seen anything yet. I've said multiple things. I'm, I, 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 oh, yeah, I, I. hasn't seen people. <laughs> I haven't seen people in over two weeks. Um,. Well, fine, Britt. What's something you haven't seen? Fuck. Um, much everything, honestly. Um, I'm really bad at watching shows and movies. Like, I don't really like movies, to be honest. They involve a lot of looking at things for a long time. Yeah, they do. It's, it's just too much sometimes. Um, I think the last movie I saw before Star Wars was, like, two years before that. Uh, no, wait, that's a lie. I'm sorry. I saw The Hunger Games. I haven't seen that. Oh, dang. Uh, I really love reality television. What's your what's your favorite? <laughs> so, is there a reality TV show you yes. haven't seen? <laughs> a Hoarders. Oh, Hoarders! Yikes! No, Hoarders is the best. Uh, I, don't, I don't mean that in like a haha. Look at the Hoarders. Wait, I thought you said you haven't seen Hoarders. Are you saving Hoarders? No, I have seen Hoarders. Oh, okay. See, so you you you, you, you you brought up you brought up the. Uh... <laughs> see, but see, this is the thing. Like, I haven't seen is so broad. Um, is it like I bring up something I haven't seen and then just kind of like guess what it might be about? No, no, don't worry. Um, the, we're we're uh, two years into the show and it doesn't <laughs> really have a strong concept. <laughs> so you know, don't worry about it. You've been doing fine. <laughs> um. Oh God. Uh, 
Jeez, I'm trying to think of something I haven't seen that I'd really like to see. Uh, well, have you ever seen in person a, a six foot party sub? No, actually, now that I really think about it, I haven't. Like, I've seen photos when you go to the sub places, but I've never seen one. Like that kind of like faded photo that they oh, have. You know what's even more fucked up? In high school, I worked at a sub place and we never made one. But you did you have the option to? Yeah. Were you, were you like, trained? Or ordered. Well, like, I don't even think it's possible to make one. Like, I think it's just, you know, like a pie in the sky. Or like, you know how um, IBM's been advertising Watson as kind of like this AI, like, can do everything kind of thing? I no. think it's... <laughs> I think it's like they're betting on the future potential of the technology to exist, but in the meantime, it just doesn't. The party sub-technology. Party sub-technology. Well, I mean, you can't bake bread that big. Let me water world you. I have seen it. It does exist. <laughs> Dry land is real. <laughs> I have seen I have seen a six foot party sub. Oh, and it was just it was all it was all made of smeat. The uh the, the tinned meat, meat. Pro- the product available in Waterworld. Um Yeah, it was at it was somebody's recital and they had a big party sub. Recital of what? <laughs> I think it was a it was a singing recital oh. at the Manhattan School of Music. Because I would kind of love it if it was like a ballet recital, because that's always you know. Was um, it like twenty feet long though? No, it was it was like a sixer. Oh, see, that just doesn't seem that well. I mean, I guess that's impressive still, but like, how would you transport it? I well, I have my bike. <laughs> I mean, that's what you I mean. You could put it in a van. No, you can't. <laughs> yes you can <laughs> I mean like it's like what would you put it on I mean do they make like special six foot long party tray containers yeah sure <laughs> I just want to are you are you are you a party sub truther or is this what it, is this what it is you're just like you're like open your eyes sheeple <laughs> It can't be done. <laughs> like, think about it. Here's my hour-long YouTube documentary about why this doesn't exist. Please, please make that. I beg uh, you're, of you. Uh, you're you know, like, like flat Earth shit. It's like that. You're pointing out like the you know the subway triangles of cheese. It's like an obvious Illuminati thing. Oh like that's God. why they had to stop tessellating it. It was it was becoming too uh, too obvious the Illuminati connection and yeah, sandwich artists more like reptiloid <laughs> this is the doing of the reptiloids honestly yeah yeah uh anyway i think i think that's time that's that's time on our it's time for us to to bid farewell to sandwiches forever because oh. <laughs> i ate them all and all lined up in a row yep <laughs> so so brit uh plug your shit i don't really have any shit to plug i'll tell people where to find you on the internet um I guess you could go to bsabo.com. That's my personal website. Uh, I also have a Twitter, which is uh, BritSabo. So just twitter.com slash B-R-I-T-T-S-A-B as in boy O. Um, yeah, I guess I'm a Twitter funny person. That's why we know you. <laughs> we all met. <laughs> uh, see, that's, that's, that's the true theme of I haven't seen that, is that most of us haven't seen each other because we all met each other on the internet. Oh, um. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess the only other thing I have to plug is there's a Kickstarter I'm participating in right now called The Other Side Anthology that's uh, all queer, paranormal, and uh, 
romance stories, so I am not going to give the Kickstarter out URL out for that because it's too long, but uh, you can just Google the other side Kickstarter anthology and it'll probably come up. But yeah, yeah, if you want to check that out, that would be really cool. And we'll put a link in for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's only got a couple more days, so go check it out. And uh, yeah, also uh, go go to goyedogs.com for that uh, uh, fun fun comic we spoke of earlier. Um, stop using the word intramural. <laughs> and uh, what does intramural mean? It doesn't matter anymore. It's over. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> obsolete. It's done. It ends today. Um, and uh, if you want to advertise on our show, uh, please email I haven't seen that podcast at gmail.com or uh, you know tweet at tweet at us and. Uh, I also i i put a i put a donate page a, a donate button on our on our page. You know, why not? You want to give us money? Do it. Give Whitney's us a, meat fund. My my what fund? Whitney's meat fund. Oh, I thought you said weed fund, and I'm like, I'm sorry, no, I don't oh, do drugs. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I meant the other smoked thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the real chronic salami. Raise it. It's meat. Uh, I'm I'm Whitney Arner on Twitter, and. Uh, Mark is asleep. I know I'm here. I'm Mark <laughs> Popham on Twitter. Um, and uh, where I haven't seen that on Twitter, I haven't seen that dot com. Um, and uh, we love you. And this was really fun, Britt. It was like super, super fun. Yeah, I, it is, in fact, I always know a good one when I don't feel compelled to fill time by asking somebody something they haven't seen. Uh, that's good. Because um, I know we covered a lot of topics, including meth six foot party subs and pears millennials your inside hauler yeah sex hauler you've been watching the 20 we took a deep we took a look into sex hauler (laughs) on tbs on tbs that's characters characters welcome that's not the right one at all. <laughs> Fun happens. Characters. Yeah, that's it. Seriously funny. Sex holler. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously sex holler standing before you. <laughs> asking you to love it. Oh, yeah. I gotta I gotta go uh, shower off all this Rumpelman sweat, guys. So, uh... <laughs> okay. I love you. Bye. 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 In Namaste Yoga we seek a return to our essence, creating space for daily reflection, a moment of peace in a busy world.